Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, Fox 19 meteorologist Frank Marzullo joins us now live on the telephone from the Fox 19 Weather Center. Hey, Frank. Hey, guys. Uh, it's snowing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so what kind of snow are we getting? What are those roads? How is it affecting the roads, really? Yeah, well, when you wake up this morning, uh, it's definitely snowing out there. I will tell you, interstates are looking good because you have, okay, you have more cars on the interstates, and you have salt treatment on there, so that works in. Getting to some of the interstates, it's a little slow, uh, especially as you get into some of our you know, less-traveled areas. Um, Park Hills right now, uh, snow's coming down pretty good. Uh, some of the side and secondary roads, uh, most of our side and secondary roads are snow-covered. I will tell you, you can, nobody's saying don't go out. But give yourself extra time as you do head out. We were talking with Matt Burning with uh, uh, the uh, the state patrol uh, there, the uh, road crews there in Ohio. And, uh, yes, he said roads are passable. They're just not clear. So give yourself time. You're going to need it. Uh, But once we get into the afternoon and evening, things will get a lot better. But still going to have that winter weather advisory to 1 a.m. tomorrow morning. So our side and secondary roads, especially less traveled, are going to, you know, refreeze over and, blowing and drifting here this afternoon yeah i'm looking at traffic cameras and and you know we've got uh, all of you guys on we're looking at all of the tv stations and you know everybody's got drive cams out there and it looks to me like yeah. the accumulation is about the same everywhere you go is it a pretty even blanket yeah, it really is there, Jeff, because it's a, you know, we said yesterday one to three inches and isolated four. It, it's not as if this is a blinding driving heavy snow it's just moderate but it's consistent over several hours, right? right? I mean, this is going to continue till 8, 9 o'clock. So that's why we're getting these accumulations, you know, in the 1 to 3-inch range with that isolated force. So, yeah, everybody's seeing about the same. A lot of schools already closed because, you know, it's one thing for you and I to spin out. It's a pain. It's one thing, another thing for a school bus to spin out. That's a a bigger issue. So that's why the schools are closed. But. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get through this one. Did you make it to your dinner last night? That's the more important. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was okay. fun. We had a great dinner last night. Yep. Oh, and God. coming home is no God. issue. And we were I was expecting it to start around eight or nine o'clock. It hadn't by the time I got, went to bed around ten something. Yeah. Uh, but when I woke up this morning, you know, I thought that oh well, okay, we got about an inch and a half outside of my Kenwood home, and yeah. I was sort of under the impression that it would be tapering off by about several. now. <laughs> yes, yes. When you say Kenwood, does that mean you have several homes? Yes. Over around the tri-state, you're Kenwood home. Well, I'm just, for a point of <laughs> geographical reference, Frank. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, no, I'm just playing. Uh, but no, yeah, and, and it's it's just that consistency. So give yourself time, and, and please, I know it sounds, back off from these snow plows. There have been numerous, in the state of Ohio, since the beginning of the year, numerous accidents of people just, trying to go around plows and these plows hitting these cars. Stay back. Let the plows do their job. 
Yeah. They've seen they've seen record numbers uh, of plow accidents here in Ohio this year. Is it going to get worse before it gets better, or will it only no, get better it, from here? It, it's going to be moderate like this till about nine, and then it will get better going into the afternoon. All right, buddy, that's good. And then Arctic this weekend is single digits, about five, eight below in the morning hours. Jeez. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay. Stay in bed. Hey, fifty three by next Thursday. Fifty three by next Thursday. There we go. Frank. High five. That's what we want to hear, buddy. Take that. <laughs> All right, buddy. You got it. Hey, you have okay, fun. Hey, good talk to you guys. All right, take it easy. Oh, I will. See you, bye. Yeah, he was like, I got until twenty nine, so he's racing to get back. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of with Frank on that. Like, if you don't drive like a jackass, take your time. If you what? got, I should take my time. <laughs> Jeff, if you got relatively decent tread on your tires. Stop being so silly. You know who was taking their time this morning is the one car I, pa- I passed in Clifton. It was the <laughs> uh, the PT Cruiser soft oh, yeah. top. Oh, going boy. about 10 up a hill. You're going to get stuck, bro. You got to give it some gas. Yeah. Well, I you wonder if it's it. possible that more people could just work in the afternoon. I mean, I know I made a joke about that, but it's like maybe if people just did noon to four. So we have here at the Hubbard Broadcast Center, we have what's known as the weather committee. And the weather committee, as we were discussing last night over dinner, uh, we learned from our boss is a committee of unknown and unnamed employees that are part of this uh, weather ruling body Illuminati that determines <laughs> like whether or not we have to come in on a so-called calamity day or if there's a delay versus not coming in at all or if we have to come in. And the current ruling is uh, everyone is allowed to work from home until noon and then by noon, Y'all got to get your butts in here. Yeah, come on in, guys. Yeah. Come in for the real thing. Of course, that doesn't apply to us. We have to be here regardless, but... Yeah, which is a part of the job. I mean, we know that going into the situation. Part of our job description. But yeah. everybody else right. who doesn't have to be on the air at five-something in the morning. Maybe we, that is a good idea, though. Everybody stay home until noon. noon. And we did find out, though, that uh, we are not in- included in the... In the weather committee? In the weather committee, even though we've all got up and driven in it. <laughs> I did find that funny, We too. are not part of it. No, I said that to her last night. I'm like, <laughs> why are we not on the weather committee? We're, we've already driven it. We're there. We made it to the building. We could give a full report. She says, you're not driving in at 830 in the morning when everyone else is coming in. Yeah, but my point to that Neither would are be. are they. Exactly. <laughs> my point to that would They're be. looking out their window. You're wondering if people should hit on the road now. Or, you know, like at 8.30 in the morning, people should have already been on the road at 7 if they think they're going to get here by 8.30. So, like, is the weather Illuminati making this determination based on what they see out of their own residential windows? Or are they actually getting out there? I don't think so. I think they're looking residentially. I think they're watching the Channel 19 storm yeah. cruiser <laughs> and going, well, storm it looks okay. They're All looking right. at Ethan Emery live from Williamsburg. Everyone and in saying, agreement. Hey, guys. Um, I did send a video, though. One of our coworkers, uh, Julie, she comes in very early, like the rest of us. I haven't seen her this morning. She, she just walked in not oh, too long she? ago. But um, I sent her a video of what it looks like outside from, like, as I was pulling in the parking lot. And I'm like, I wonder if she's on the weather committee. I just gave some intel. Not right. sure. Well, we have. Oh, I got to take a break, but okay. we'll we'll get we'll talk more about the weather and give you a sense of you know how roads are depending on where you are because they do vary, as Frank pointed out. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Showtime and snow time. Winter weather advisory until 1 a.m. tomorrow. But what does that mean for right now and what we've got going on outside? About an inch and a half, two inches, depending on where you are. Three to four before this is all over. And most of the accumulating snow out there now is expected to taper off by early this afternoon. And then after that, it's just a lot of blowing and drifting. And temperatures falling back in the teens later today, so be aware of that. Uh, right now, it's 24 at Cincinnati's Q102. Turns out we've been saying Travis and Jason Kelsey's last name wrong all this time. You just did it again. I just did it again. Yep, you just did, buddy. We'll get to that. Uh, why Madonna is getting sued. That and the rest of the day's E! News. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News. Well, I'm gonna, let's see. Let's do this... Uh, Lionel Richie song story? <laughs> yeah, because there's this, well, I was going to say there's this documentary that came out or that's coming out of the making of We Are the World. Yeah, I mm-hmm. saw it pop up. It doesn't come out until like January something, but I saw it pop up as one of my suggested shows. Like, this is coming. I think it's like January 26th or 29th or something like that. Yeah, We Are the World is that charity song that came out in 1985 to benefit uh, world hunger. And it featured artists like Michael Jackson and Bruce Springsteen and Cindy Lauper and Bob Dylan. It was it was a huge undertaking uh, by Quincy Jones, the famous music producer. Uh, Michael Jackson was in on it. He had a lot to do with it. Uh, Lionel Richie himself, of course, was heavily involved. Uh, and it was just a huge undertaking getting all of these celebrities, all these artists, all these singers uh, in one spot, in one recording studio on one day. And, and then to just hand them sheet music and expect them to, to belt out a top 10 single. Uh, but Lionel doesn't think that you could do something like that today with a roster of current pop stars because, in his opinion, they all sound the same. He said, put me together, one line per artist, and without looking at a photograph, tell me who that is singing. One line. Half a line. Tell me who that is today. Do you think he's wrong about this? I mean, I feel like working in the music industry, you would probably know. You personally would probably know more people from one line. But I don't know if he, if the average person would know the difference between. I still don't know the difference between Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande. That's what I was going to say. Like, what about, or in like, Top 40 radio for 25 years. Yeah. And I, don't, I couldn't tell if you. If we played you one line from... Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, like just some of the women. Like, they would all sound very similar. They, I, yeah. Yeah. But if, but if you took Kim Carnes, Cyndi Lauper, and Diana Ross, for example, they sound so distinctly different. Mm-hmm. And they were all involved in this single, and they were incredibly popular female artists yeah. at the time. I think it could be done. You just, there might be more planning involved. Like Teddy Swims has a very distinct voice. Yeah, right? but even he sounds like Chris Stapleton. That's, yeah, you're true. You're right about that. But that's kind of Lionel's point. Like when you start thinking about vocalists, okay, who are the vocalists? He brings up Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen could hum the phone book and you know 
you'd know that it was Bruce Springsteen. That's the boss, uh, Same thing with Tina Turner. That's another example of a very distinct voice, oh, yeah. a very distinct female artist. You'd hear her just utter a couple of words and you knew that it was Tina Turner. Uh, and that's the difference between vocalists then versus today, in his opinion, which is why he didn't. He doesn't think that you could, you know, pull together uh, an effort like that with all those different distinct artists, all those layers of talent. I would like to see them try, though. You know, like they're always constantly remaking songs or, you know, doing things that like the old sound comes back. It would be entertaining to see you try mm-hmm. to put together some artists like Dave, like pick from all genres of music, like Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, maybe bring in Chad Kroger from Nickelback and sprinkle in some other people and just see how it goes. Well, the reason he's talking about this in the first place, the reason we're talking about this charity single from 1985 is because there's a new documentary about the recording of that 1985 benefit song, We Are the World, and here's part of the trailer. We are the world. We are the children. The greatest artists of a generation came together to save some lives. Herbo Fonte wants to do some kind of a song for famine relief in Africa. Bob Dylan. Stevie Wonder. Paul Simon. Cindy Lauper. Pat Midler. Billy Joel. Steve Perry. Willie Nelson. I think we have Tina. Sheila E. Diana Ross. Everybody was there. I'm at the house with Michael writing the song. What am I supposed to sing? The clock is ticking, and we had so many disasters coming. Yeah, it's it's, going to be really good. It's called... The Greatest Night in Pop, and it will hit Netflix on January 29th. I just think about the amount of egos you had to corral in a one room mm-hmm. and having to manage that. And I think part of the legend is there was a sign at the door as you were enter- entering the recording studio that said, check your ego at the door. Yeah, everyone in here is a star, mm-hmm. and they weren't lying. Right. Yeah, I was telling Tim, we talked a little bit about this on the hot list one time, and I was telling him about how my mom used to be a member of one of those record companies, like where they would send you music every month. And this was one of the songs that my sister and I used to listen to on repeat when I was a little kid on our uh, the 45, like the little baby record. And for some reason, maybe it was because all these artists were involved. We just it loved was a huge song. that song. Now, Now that I think of it, I don't think Madonna was on that record, right? Like she didn't participate. She I'm looking at a list right now because I was trying to remember who else was in. I can visually see them, but I'm like, was that in my brain or was that for real? <laughs> like Al Jarreau is in here, uh, Waylon Jennings, Bette Midler, Jeffrey Osborne, Sheila E., Huey Lewis, Steve Perry, Kenny Kenny Loggins, uh, Willie Nelson, Elton John. I do I do not see uh, Madonna Madonna on here. Dan no. Aykroyd is part of the the chorus. Harry Belafonte, um, Lindsey. Buckingham. Wow. That's great. Pointer Sisters, Smokey I mean, Robinson, Dionne well, Warwick. Yeah, like all different genres, too. That was the other thing. They yeah. just all came together. And movie stars. All right. Well, Madonna, it looks like she is getting a really bad reputation for starting her shows late, and it actually could put her in court. There are two guys that are suing her because of her recent show in Brooklyn, where it started more than two hours late. So what happened was these two guys ended up having a lot of trouble getting transportation home after the show. They also had to get up early to, quote, go to work and take care of their family responsibilities the next day. And they're actually suing 
including Madonna, Live Nation, the Bear Clay Center for the unfair and deceptive trade practice, which I'm like, hmm. You saw her in Louisville, and it was the same thing, exact right? Exact same. Yeah. They actually want to try to make this a class action lawsuit, so they're asking other people to join, which I feel like most of Madonna's shows sell out. So what is that, like 30,000 people at certain shows, you know, 15 mm-hmm. to 30,000 people? They could definitely have something here. But I guess this also has happened to Madonna twice before. In 2019, one of the lawsuits was dismissed, but in 2020, two people actually received some sort of settlement and dismissed the claim against Madonna. What Mm. year did you see the show in Louisville that you said sucked so bad? It had to have been before 2020. It probably was like the 2019 tour. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But I told, I mean, we talked about that because she didn't come out until, I mean, I guess they wanted you there at like eight. And I feel like she didn't take the stage till 11. At least. Wow. I mean, it was a long time. I have some uh, some acquaintances in Boston that went to the Boston show and said she actually put on a great show there. Yeah, that's good. All right. In other E! News this morning, we all know that the Buffalo Bills have one of the most insane fan bases in sports. But it sounds like those crazies get results because the Bills are on a six-game winning streak. It started on December 10th when they beat Kansas City. And now the Bills are getting a new stadium. Construction has already begun, but at the moment it's basically just a huge pit. And supposedly before the game, a fan fell into that pit. Since Buffalo won the game, the Bills Mafia took that as a sign. And now before every game, at least one of them sacrifices him or herself by jumping into the pit where the new stadium will go and... So far, so good. Yeah. Seems to be working. One guy who did a TikTok about the ritual pointed out a tweet where a supposed source at a local emergency room claims that they've treated someone who jumped into the pit before each of the last six games. Yeah. And the source claims that the local media isn't reporting these injuries, probably to keep more people from doing it. Yeah. I mean, I do 100% believe this out of the Buffalo fan base because did you see over the weekend how they were just out there with no shirts on mm-hmm. and the frigid temperatures sliding down the the concourses trying to clear everything out when it comes to the snow? Right. Meanwhile, speaking of football, I hate to say this, but evidently we've been saying Jason and Travis Kelsey's name wrong the whole time. And I just did it again. It's not Kelsey, like you heard me just say. It's Kells. Kells. With an S sound at the end, not a Z. Or a C. Or a C. Kelsey. Uh, So we're just supposed to say Kells. Kells. Like K-E-L-S, he said, right? Kells? Yeah. Or Kiels? (laughs) Yeah, it's not Kelsey. It's Kells. Kells. Well, then why is it spelled K-E-L-C-E? <laughs> Let's just talk it's about Kels that. It's with an S sound at the end, not a Z, is their point. Uh, Clip and Travis Chiefs teammate Chris Jones schooling some other players on the proper pronunciation evidently went viral. Not the first time this has come up back in February. Travis and his brother Jason had their father, Ed, on the podcast, and they asked him, why he had them thinking it was pronounced Kelsey for the first 25 years of their lives. And it turns out that Ed just got tired of correcting people who mispronounced it. So it just kind of became Kelsey. So when the boys asked him if they should go back to Kels, he said, do whatever you want. 
<laughs> I did. This happens a lot, though, with people. I don't care what you kids do. Who was the other one that um, we always say our name wrong? It's, isn't it like Charlize Theron? Oh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, so that's like her name isn't Charlize Theron. Mm. That's another example of this. Charlize. Charlize. And the other, isn't it like Scarlett Johansson, too? Everyone says her name wrong. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of Amanda Seafried. Yeah, that's another one. Ryan Phillippe. I was saying Seyfried. Seyfried. And we said Felipe. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe. Ryan Felipe. Felipe. <laughs> Philippe. That happens just for convenience, whether you're a celebrity or not. Like my grandparents, their last name is Jusik. That's the American way of saying it. Because use check is hard to remember, evidently. Oh, yeah. So they just said, eh, let's just go with the American way. That's what everyone says. Yeah, Rihanna and Rihanna. No uh-huh. one, that's another one. Because I remember Jeff always plays the thing that we, when she came here a long time ago, she, she comes says on, Rihanna. She, she does. does say Rihanna. She comes on and says, This is Rihanna. And it's like, Well, that's what we call her. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of people say Rihanna. Yeah, I even got corrected by a listener because I, I, Went on the air and I we just came out of a Rihanna song and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's Rihanna with whatever the song was. And some listener sent me this snarky email saying that it's supposed to be pronounced Rihanna. And I'm like, I know that's not true. And here's how I know that's not true. <laughs> then I played the ID, which I don't know if we still have in the system. Yeah, we might not. Where she comes on and cause she was in our studios one time and she recorded a bunch of liners for the for Q102 and in each one of them, she said, hi, it's Rihanna, and you're listening to Cincinnati's hit music, Q102. That's one of those days I wish I would have hung out longer and been like, they were like, oh, this new girl's coming by, and we're like, okay, whatever, we'll talk to her later. And now she's like this <laughs> gigantic mega star that's worth, you know, billions of dollars. Right. But nope. Um, did you guys see that Reba McIntyre is going to be singing the national anthem at yeah, the Super Bowl? I did see that. They just announced this yesterday that she's going to be doing the national anthem. Uh, also, Post Malone is going to be there to sing America the Beautiful. And Audra Day will do the uh, lift every voice and sing. All right. So those are some fun things you have to look forward to. Of course, Usher doing the halftime show. Yeah. I heard that he's not having any sugar, no alcohol. He is putting all of his energy into his performance. Into getting lean. To getting lean and doing some good stuff. Here's Reba McIntyre talking about how she ended up being asked to sing the anthem. I got the news from my manager, Justin McIntyre. He said that they wanted me to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And I said, oh, my gosh. Well, let me think about that. And Rex Lynn, my boyfriend, who is a huge football fan, he said, yes, she'll do it. Absolutely. So. <laughs> it's funny how singers get yeah. get a little sheepish when it comes to the national anthem because that's like the one song you don't want to screw up. Especially at the Super Bowl because that's oh, yeah. the one it feels like everybody is really, 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 really watching you. It's high pressure, man. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kelsey. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? We are well as well. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chelsea, here we go. Faker for real. We've got some headlines here. Some are fake. Some are real. You get the real headline, and you are going to go to uh, the Bridal Winter Showcase at the Sharonville Convention Center. So is the real headline A, a guy found a phone in a bathroom and used it to call in a bomb threat? Is it B, a Domino's driver thwarted a carjacking by throwing a pizza at the perp? Is it C, a school janitor is busted for stealing $2,000 worth of frozen school pizzas? Or is it D, A and B? I got to say the worst one, so D. There you oh, go. Yay. Oh, yay. Yeah. It's A, it's B, it's A, it's D. That's... It's everything but C. Enjoy. <laughs> you confused oh, me goodness. there for a minute. Well done, well done. I Chelsea. mean, who doesn't want to go to the Winter Showcase, Jeff? Let's go. A man went into a Walmart bathroom and threatened to blow the place up. 28-year-old man of Florida named Cody Clements found a lost cell phone in a Walmart bathroom last Friday and somehow got the bright idea to use it to call in a bomb threat. He told a 911 dispatcher that there was a bomb in the store. So when the dispatcher called the number back, Cody told them, tick-tock, tick-tock, and hung up. Uh, And that wasn't just a catchphrase. It was also his excuse. Cody left the store just as police were arriving. The cops contacted the phone's owner, looked at the security footage, and were able to piece together what had happened. They also tracked down Cody, who lived in the area. He was arrested and told authorities that he'd seen people on TikTok making fake bomb threats and decided he was going to make one himself. Mm. He was charged with making a false report about planting a bomb, which is a felony. TikTok strikes again. Yep. Meanwhile, a Domino's delivery driver was the victim of an attempted carjacking at around 1 a.m. on Wednesday morning in Connecticut. And there are some pretty wild details to this story. It all started when the driver got out of his car. Two suspects wearing masks jumped inside and tried to drive off. But the car got stuck on an icy road and the driver threw a pizza at the perps. And evidently that was enough for them to bail. So they ran back to the getaway car and it sped off. The delivery driver got back in their car and chased them. <gasps> what? Not smart. Uh-uh. But during the pursuit, the carjackers started shooting out the window back at the Domino's driver. Oh, my goodness. That's scary. No one was injured. The delivery driver slowed down. The police joined in. And eventually, those four suspects jumped out and ran. 
The cops used a canine unit in an attempt to track them down, but they were unable to find them. However, during the search, the cops did find a 16-year-old who had previously been reported missing. So police didn't say whether or not the teen could have been connected to the carjacking somehow. But uh, if not, that does seem super random, though, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. There's a lot going on in that story. Yeah, glad they found the kid. At least he's okay, and they'll catch up with the perps later. 719. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We'll have the latest from... This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Busy weather day. We got Fox 19 meteorologist Frank Marzullo checking in with us. What's the latest, buddy? Yeah, well, when you wake up this morning, uh, it's definitely snowing out there. I will tell you, interstates are looking good because you have okay, you have more cars on the interstates and you have salt treatment on there, so that works in. Getting to some of the interstates, it's a little slow, uh, especially as you get into some of our you know less traveled areas. Um, Park Hills right now, uh, snow's coming down pretty good. Uh, some of the side and secondary roads, uh, most of our side and secondary roads are snow covered. I will tell you, you can. Nobody's saying don't go out. But give yourself extra time as you do head out. We were talking with Matt Burning with uh, uh, the uh, the state patrol uh, there, the uh, road crews there in Ohio. And, uh, yes, he said roads are passable. They're just not clear. So give yourself time. You're going to need it. Uh, But once we get into the afternoon and evening, things will get a lot better. But still going to have that winter weather advisory to 1 a.m. tomorrow morning. So our side and secondary roads, especially less traveled, are going to refreeze over and Blowing and drifting here this afternoon. It looks to me like the accumulation is about the same everywhere you go. Is it a pretty even blanket? Yeah, it really is there, Jeff. Because it's a, you know we said yesterday one to three inches and isolated four. It's not as if this is a blinding, driving, heavy snow. It's just moderate, but it's consistent over several hours. Right. right? I mean, this is going to continue till 8, 9 o'clock. So that's why we're getting these accumulations, you know, in the 1 to 3-inch range with that isolated four. So, yeah, everybody's seeing about the same. A lot of schools already closed because, you know, it's one thing for you and I to spin out. It's a pain. It's one thing, another thing for a school bus to spin out. That's a, a bigger yeah. issue. So that's right. why the schools are closed. So give yourself time. And, and please, I know it sounds, back off from these snow plows. There have been numerous in the state of Ohio since the beginning of the year, numerous accidents of people just trying to go around plows and these plows hitting these cars. Stay back. Let the plows do their job. Yeah. They've seen they've seen record numbers of plow accidents here in Ohio this year. Is it going to get worse before it gets better or will it only no, get better it, from here? It's going to be moderate like this till about nine and then it will get better going into the afternoon. All right, buddy. That's good. And then Arctic this weekend is single digits, about five, eight below in the morning hours. Yeah, no thank you. Stay inside. (laughs) Hey, 53 by next Thursday. 53 by next Thursday. There we go, Frank. That's what we want to hear, buddy. All right, buddy. You got it. Hey, you have fun. Talk to you guys. All right, take it easy. Bye. Bye. All right. So, with that, now that you've heard, you know, the big news story of the day. How about some of the news that didn't make the news this morning? People are snorting caffeine now. 
And ladies, you're not going to like this, but a study has found that men really are better with directions. What? No way. It is Friday, the 19th of January of 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. We'll start with the caffeine, and we'll get to directions here in a minute. Uh, I got a nice, strong cup of coffee over here. I don't know what Tim has. I haven't had coffee in two weeks. No, still off the coffee. Coming back next week hard. It's going to be crazy Monday for me. All right, let's get crazy. Okie doke. A product called... Want a bump? Want a bump? Launched last year. Every time I hear this, like immediately when you read that headline, I think of Tim saying, you know, natural selection. It takes all. You got to personal the, responsibility. Yep, you got to thin the herd because <laughs> I just think this sounds horrible and you haven't even got into it yet. Well, it's a white powder that looks just like cocaine. Uh, it is legal. So you can buy it on Amazon. What? Is it called Alpine Snow? When we were at Oktoberfest in Germany, people were buying this stuff called Alpine Snow and like sniffing it off everything, everywhere. And I asked the waitress, I was like, what is that? And she's like, oh, you want to buy it? It's six bucks. It's Alpine Snow. It's basically caffeine, sugar, and some menthol. So it like makes your nose feel like opened up. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this is powdered caffeine with a little little vitamin b mixed in i guess hmm. uh but it's it's been in the news circulating on s- social media and experts who are telling people not to buy it uh because just because it's legal doesn't mean it's safe yeah and also should we be buying this off amazon like where is it coming from well again it's not illegal so it could be coming from you know your next door neighbor When you drink caffeine or get caffeine from things like chocolate, it absorbs into your body gradually, but it happens a lot faster if you snort it. So you can overdose. Mm. Doing it regularly can also mess up your nasal passages just like cocaine does. Now, you would have to chug 28 cups of coffee to overdose on caffeine. Uh, but Want a Bump is a string of pro- one of a string of products that exist now. There's also a caffeinated nasal spray with the name Turbo Snort. Mm. Uh, the snortable power also has B vitamins mixed in, you know, to make it healthy, I guess, or make it appear healthy. I mean, heck, we used to do no dose. Oh yeah, you remember that? I do. I I don't think it was that much different. Yeah, but I just, I mean, this would be like you buying no-dos, crushing them, and snorting them. Like, I just, Yeah, I don't recommend it. No. No. No, but I used to do that stuff. Yeah. They used to sell those, like, over the, do they still even sell those, like, over the counter? I don't know. I don't even know if that's still a thing. I I guess Like, a lot of truck drivers used to get that stuff. Yeah, but even now, I mean, they have those energy drinks that you can mm. just buy at any convenience store that are like, you know, four, 10 times the caffeine. A little five-hour energy Or those or prime, whatever. some of the prime, I think. Like before I was into radio full-time, I worked at movie theaters, and the hours at movie theaters, you know, you got matinee starting around noon, and, you know, your people don't really leave until like close to midnight when your last show gets out, and then 
I had a 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift at the radio station that I would drive to that was like 40 minutes away from the movie theater I was working at. So, I mean, I was burning the candle at both ends. And, I mean, it just the coffee just wasn't cutting it for me. Yeah. And uh, it was super unhealthy. And, you know, lucky I didn't really cause harm to myself. But you could have. Uh, people do it. Yeah. So we don't recommend it. But more of a cautionary warning that, yes, it's out there. But just because it's legal doesn't mean you should take it. Experts and doctors are saying best way to deliver caffeine if you must have it is through conventional means. Uh, here's a study that I'm sure won't cause any controversy. <laughs> Researchers at the University of Illinois say that the old stereotype that men are better at navigating might actually be true. Is, I feel like this might be like a case-by-case case basis. This definitely is not true for all men. Well, they had men and women try to navigate their way through a city using only a map or verbal instructions. and There was no GPS or anything like that. It just had a map or verbal instructions. And the guys performed significantly better than the women did. And experts used to think that maybe men evolved to be better navigators because they were doing more hunting and gathering. Oh, yeah. But a study over a decade ago disproved that idea. So why would men be better at finding their way around than women? Is it because they know how to read the map like better than us or something? No, they think that it's because men just simply get more practice at it, especially when they're young. Like, society encourages boys to play outside more than girls. Get outside. Run off some of that energy. So they, they're more likely, they think, the theory is that boys would be more likely to develop more of those navigational skills at a young age and have more time to hone them throughout their life. Hmm. Uh, it's also just a trend they saw. It's not a, not a hard and fast rule. There are plenty of women who are great navigators and plenty of men who suck at it. But this makes sense, too, why men don't want to stop and ask for directions because they probably feel like they can just figure it, it out. I yeah, got it. Because if they're more honed in on those senses. Or at least they feel like they should. They should be, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. A previous study looked at the spatial awareness skills of men and women who had similar upbringings. And when that was the case, women were just as good at navigating as men were. So, yeah, it really does depend on the situation, the conditioning, and mm -hmm. the background of the individual, right? Oh, yeah. And the awareness level. Like, oh, I feel like you got to be real aware when you're in the car. Awareness and interest. Like, for, for our house, when we go driving somewhere, wherever it might be, whether we're going to Chris's sister's house in Loveland or we're driving on a road trip, I am looking and observing and taking in everything. I don't, I want to see it all. And Chris is watching a TikTok. Yeah. He's not even looking out the window. See, right. I'm like you. And He's I, not interested in it, but I'm like, oh man, I didn't know that restaurant was there. I'm like, look at yeah. that car. Oh, well, where's that road go? I my, my dad put that in our heads when we were younger, when he was teaching us how to drive. He was always like, look around because if you get lost, you need to be like, Mm -hmm. I passed by that Arby's already. Where are we? You <laughs> yeah. know, that was just something he always put in our heads. That's smart. By the way, if we're talking about the differences between men and women, 
painful for a lot of people watching those NFL games last weekend, and not just for Cowboys fans or Eagles fans or delusional Browns fans, uh, but several of the games were played in freezing temperatures, particularly in Kansas City and Buffalo. And uh, while some of those fans seemed like they were having a great time tossing snow around shirtless, uh, the majority of the fans looked miserably cold. And so a new poll asked people, what is the coldest temperature they would be willing to endure to go to a game at an outdoor pro sports event? Oh, man. 33. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I when I had my Bengals season tickets, there were a couple times in the, like December, January where it was pouring snow and we had all of the things, the the warmers on and everything. And sometimes I would only last until about halftime. I'd rather be in the cold than a 50 degree rainy day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, 38% of men said they would be perfectly fine with freezing temperatures, including 3% of men who are okay with below zero temperatures. <gasps> no way. I think th- I think freezing would be the cutoff, right? Any 40, 40 to 30 degrees-ish? Well, if freezing is 32 degrees, you're saying 32 degrees is your cutoff or yeah, 40 is your cutoff? I'd say 30 to 40-ish, depending on wind. And d- d- depending the, on the wind chill. Yeah, and some of the other and factors. And the sun, like if it's cold and sunny, that's not too bad. But cold and windy is it's horrible. Horrible, yeah. correct. Then again, 22% of women would also be fine in freezing temperatures, including 2% of women who claim they'd be okay with below zero temperatures themselves. Now, if you break that down by age, young adults are far more likely to do it than people 45 and older. (laughs) We'd rather just watch it on TV. Yeah, but on the flip side, like... What I thought was interesting on the flip side is 13% of men and 20% of women said they would not watch a sporting event outside unless it was at least 50 degrees out. Yeah. That element. I don't know. That doesn't really feel like football. I mean, maybe fall football, 50 degrees. Yeah. There's just something really exciting, though, about being kind of in the cold and watching a football game. Jeff, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, yesterday there was a press conference uh, with Tampa Bay because they're playing the the Detroit Lions on Sunday. Right. And this uh, press conference they were doing, there was a, a reporter there who asked a very long, very intricate question about how the team is prepping to deal with those cold temperatures in Detroit and play the game and, you know, oh, are no. their bodies and what what do they do? It was like this question was really long and you could tell she was trying to sound it took her re- really smart seconds with this to question. Get it out. Yeah. And the coach just goes, uh, you know they're in a dome, right? <laughs> we'll have to find we're, that We're only going to be outside so for 20 seconds when we get off the bus. <laughs> He rolled his eyes at her. It was That's really, really funny. It was funny. I think we have. Oh it my goodness! It yeah, we played it yesterday on the hot list. And the funny part about it is, is that the coach, I think he was like, "Is this serious?" And then realized it was. Oh no! And he answered it very nicely, where he could have just completely blown it off. Yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> you know it's in a dome, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the news up here, Jeff. I think you should mention that someone has just a abandoned their car oh lovely where on i-71 is that it looks like it's close to that looks like over by the old radio station i'll have to we'll have to get denise on that but for anyone that's 
Car spun out in the uh, it looks like the left hand lane. Yeah. That, does that look like Kenwood to you? I don't know. All right, let's get to Denise Johnson. Yeah. See what the latest is. See what she's got. Yeah, it has definitely been a busy one this morning. As soon as one accident clears, another pops up. We've hit over a dozen already just on the interstates that are reported. Now, you do have a broken down vehicle, so a car off of the roadway right there. Southbound 471 right around Grand. You have a new accident, northbound 71. This is north of Dana on the left shoulder. You have one eastbound 275 at Wenton. The left lane is blocked. Traffic is slow in the area there. Another broken down vehicle, south 7175 right around Kentucky 8. Northbound 75, an accident right around Shepherd blocking the right lane. You do have an accident southbound 75 at Ronald Reagan. That snow continues to come down. Those roads are slick. Allow yourself plenty of time this morning. Metro now is extending coverage in hours in 2024. Go Metro, where riding is believing. I'm Denise Johnson. That's your traffic. More Jeff and Jen. Fox 19 meteorologist Frank Marzullo got his sleeves rolled up and he'll be checking back in with us here in just a few minutes. He should be calling anytime now, so. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, uh, Tim mentioned that interview with the, was it the the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It I think is. so, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Here's, here's the clip he was talking about. This is very funny. This is a... So she's asking him about preparations and how they're preparing to deal with the cold in Detroit. In Detroit, okay, because you know it's it's logical, it stands to reason that Tampa Bay, the players in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if Very they different. were playing outside, yeah, conditions in Detroit would be different than what they're used to. Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in our games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. <laughs> so, wait, you're saying what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. At first, I think he's like, is this a serious question? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, you are serious. Okay. Ah, uh, well. Well, you know. We chuckled. It's like, whatever. Oh, All right, why? I don't live in Detroit. It is going to be a fun football weekend, though. The games are uh, Saturday and Sunday. So you have football two days, you know, because we're probably going to be inside a lot, considering mm-hmm. the temperatures are going to be a bit cold. Ravens and Texans on Saturday, uh, 49ers and the Packers on Saturday night. Lions in Tampa, Sunday at 3.30 on Channel 5. And the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, Sunday night at 6.30. And that is the outside game. We're hearing Buffalo uh-huh. is just getting hammered with even more snow. Chad Johnson thinks we're going to win the Super Bowl next season? Yeah. He's he was, made his prediction. He has. He says it's in the script. I guess he was at Roger Bacon at their stag. They did like a oh, stag cool. event and uh, some of the local news reporters caught up with him and they were asking him like, how do you think the Bengals are going to do? And Chad Ochocinco was like, look, it's in the script. You know, where did uh, 
Joe Burrow go to college? And the reporter answers, LSU. And he's like, where's the Super Bowl next year? New Orleans. He's like, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. And then Chad's like, you heard it here first. Chad. Ocho Cinco. You 102. Good morning. (laughs) The other thing they asked him about was uh, T. Higgins and how he felt. Because, first of all, yesterday was T. Higgins' birthday. And they asked Chad Ochocinco, like, how do you feel about T. Higgins? And all he goes is, T. Higgins, call me. I love you, man. <laughs> let's get Mickey D's. Yeah, let's get some McDonald's. I do miss him. I also wish T. Higgins would call me. <laughs> yeah. I miss Chad, too. But, Jeff, don't you feel like he's around often in Cincinnati? Yeah. Like we just, I love it. He's like our little adopted guy and he comes to town all the time and hangs out. And yeah, I love that he's still someone invested here. You yeah, know? he was inducted into the Hall of Fame and he rolled the jungle this year and he does a lot of appearances. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, not to change the subject or anything, but uh, we forgot the code word. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, Sorry, that's my fault. Kind of asking about it. What's the code word today? Snow. Snow. I'm just kidding. That's not it. <laughs> I'll give you this is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102. Said you'd call me, how long should I wait? Bella is looking for a second date update, and we're here to assist. Hi, Bella. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Awesome. Thanks for asking. Let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Cody? Where do you meet a guy like Cody? Well, I met him on Match, and we went out to dinner, and Everything actually went really great, which was surprising because I could be a little socially awkward when I first meet somebody. You're socially awkward? Yeah, my nerves get the best of me. Okay. And so I, I was I was extra nervous with the first date. That's okay. That can be endearing sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was worried that I might have come across as, like, weird or something. <laughs> but I did feel really comfortable with him, like, right off the bat. He's like, he was really easy to talk to. And because he's so easy to talk to, it made him a little hard to read in a way because I feel like he's one of those people that like can talk to anybody. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if he's like just like naturally like that or if he, he was actually into me. And I don't know if that's, I, I was thinking maybe that's what happened here. I might have like misread his kindness, his interest. But then again, I don't want to like just be insecure or nervous because I liked him. So I love how you're checking yourself though, because if it, most guys are like, "Oh, she's totally into me," I could tell. Because <laughs> any any girl who like smiles or was nice to him, oh god, yeah. <laughs> you think we want to have sex with you? Yeah. If we smile at you and totally. say hi, then we must want you. Oh, she's I into am. me totally. <laughs> god. Well, I just want to be self aware, you know. Yeah. So. We were together. We, I guess we were there for a couple hours. And after dinner, he walked me to my car. He kissed me on my cheek. And he said he'd talk to me later. And I haven't heard anything from him. Mm. Um, I'll talk to you I, later. I, I didn't want to. Yeah. And I didn't want to overdo it. But I did text him the next morning. And I thanked him for dinner. He wrote back and said it was his pleasure. Oh. But I haven't. 
hurt from him. It's back, so I don't know what that means. I don't know. I'm just confused. I, just, I think it's just a polite blow off. I really do, because okay. it just as a guy, I I would have if I wanted to see you again, I would try to nail down a second date. Maybe not a date, but at least you would have kept it moving. Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see you again. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Are yeah. You yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Again? You know what? Call me. I absolutely will. <laughs> oh my God, she just blew me off. <laughs> It's so hard to read. Yeah, text me, call me, reach out. Yeah. You know where to find me. But when it's, okay, talk to you later, and then you thank him by text, and he's like, my pleasure. It's Well, it's very yeah. it's very Chick-fil-A of him. Here's your kale salad, Jeff, <laughs> or whatever you get. Does he work at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no. I mean, it's just, it's it's so hard to tell through text message. You know, I mean, I've misread Agreed. a tone of text messages from my best friends and my family, so this is why I'm asking y'all for help, because... Yeah. Sometimes I have no idea, you know, particularly if you're in a mood and you read text messages and like if you're in a dramatic mood or if you're, you know, feeling really, really happy. It's just everything can get lost in the tone. Yeah. You know? agreed. That's why I'm a big supporter of emojis. Mm, me too. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Very helpful. Some might say I use a lot of emojis for a guy. Too much. I'm shattering gender stereotypes over here. <laughs> I'm a big fan of emojis. All genders, all ages. Because it, ha- it helps you interpret the tone of the text, right? Exactly. So it doesn't get lost in taxation. Taxation, that's great. Yes, lost in taxation. Right. Okay, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to see what Cody's deal is and why it seems, it appears as if he's blowing you off. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Bellamet Cody on match had a nice dinner date lasted a couple of hours so couldn't have gone that badly because he hung out mm-hmm. only thing is at the end of the night he was like well talk to you later and when she followed up with the text to thank him for a great evening he was like my pleasure which that's come up before and it wasn't good now she was a bit socially awkward she gets a little nervous at these things especially when she's meeting someone new so She's concerned maybe she put off the wrong vibe. Mm-hmm. But unless there's anything else you can think of that you want to add to the conversation before we call them so we're not going in blind, Bella? No, I don't think so. No, no I'll, just, I'll just listen and see what he has to say. Okay. Hi, is this Cody? Yeah, who's this? Hi, Cody. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Uh, <laughs> uh, this is kind of a surprise. What's up? Well, we were just talking to a friend of yours, and she sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which friend? We talked to Bella, who you had dinner with recently. 
Yeah, we did have dinner recently. Uh, I, would, I don't know that I would call her a friend, though. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's one date, I suppose. Yeah, it was just her first date. Yeah. I will say this. You left quite an impression on her, and she definitely would like to get to know you better. It's interesting, you know, when you meet up with someone for the first time, maybe you're a little bit nervous. Maybe you put off a socially awkward vibe, or maybe you're just one of those guys that's just smooth all the time, very comfortable in their own skin, and never find yourself nervous when meeting new people. Well, I mean, what I can tell you about that night, or about Bella in particular, you know, she's fairly shy. I guess that's probably the best word for it. She's very polite, though, very nice. Yeah. Um, just kind of, just kind of reserved. I think it takes her a little while to like come out of her shell. Well, are um, you open to that? Like if we well, were to no, well, that's that's fine. You know, people people can be shy. That's not a big deal. It was just she would say something to me and then kind of whisper something to herself, and I had to keep asking her. I'm like, what was that? And she said nothing. And it just kept happening. So I don't know if maybe she was just nervous and like psyching herself up or being or you know whatever that was. But I am very straightforward. Like I'm very. Like, hey, we don't have to be here if you're uncomfortable or if you're awkward. Just, like, communicate with me, you know? And I just kind of got a weird vibe from it. it. It felt like maybe she wasn't ready to really show or be herself. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because she was concerned that maybe she did come off as socially awkward because she does get nervous when she meets new people. So that that might have played into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nervousness is totally normal, but, like, I communicated that, like, several times. I'm like, hey, look, if you're feeling kind of awkward, we can do something else. We can get out of here. You know, we can go for a stroll. We can get some coffee. Like, it doesn't have to be this big, momentous thing. Like, it's just a first day. Let's just have fun with it. Can you give me an example of how she would answer you or she'd make a declarative statement and then follow that up with a whisper? Like, what did that sound like? Yeah, so, like, I was asking her about her family, and she mentioned, oh, yeah, me and my sister, we were really close. And and then she would just kind of whisper something, like trail off whatever she was saying and then whisper something. Or we used to be close, and now she's a real bitch. <laughs> or was it more like, <laughs> yeah, she says something about her sister, and then she goes, oh, that was a stupid thing to say. Yes, that's exactly it. Oh, God, why did I say that? And it was about any subject, though. It could be about, like, the last movie she saw or, you know, like, her last first date. I mean, it it was everything. Gotcha. Well, let's bring Bella into the conversation. Bella, are you still with us? Yeah, I am. I'm here. Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, I just, I can't believe how judgy you're being. I mean, admittedly, I do, I have a nervous tick, and it comes out when I'm, it's, extremely nervous but you're exaggerating a little bit i think that happened like once or twice because i caught myself doing it and i i was aware of it and i'm just i don't know i'm i'm i'm, I'm really astounded because you're judgmental and rude and you're just like everybody else and oh. thought you were different so hmm. wow that imploded quickly yeah mm -hmm. i mean i guess like the normal amount if I'm by myself or something, and, and I used to when I was younger, it was a big nervous tick I had. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't know, I feel very judged right now. So, no, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I'm, well, I don't want to apologize for Cody, but. Oh, thank you. 
So then I suppose it's out of the question. Neither of you are open to a second date where you might have the opportunity to get to know each other a little bit better, feel more comfortable around each other, so it doesn't feel as awkward. We, we were both close to this idea. No, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, okay. you never mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's, she's going to be who she's going to be. We've already talked about uh, me trying to be accommodating, but yeah, no. Okie doke. All right. That's that then. Too bad. Yeah, Bella. Yeah. Really appreciate you putting yourself out there. I know that was a big step. Not easy for you. Mm-hmm. And Cody, thank you for taking a call. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Best yep. of luck to you both. <laughs> Take care. I hate that. I hate it when you just kind of want to put two people together, clear up a misunderstanding. and It just, just doesn't. Yes. Just yeah. Can't win them all. But, uh, hey, if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Like in Westchester, two inches, but down in like Columbia Tusculum, uh, three and a half inches. Georgetown reporting four inches of snow on the ground. Uh, Let's check in with Jen, who is on the road right now, coming from Kentucky. The reason she's not in our studio right now is because you had to take your cat to the vet who's having surgery this morning, but you are headed back to the station now from Kentucky. Is that right? That is correct, and I just came through the Lytle Tunnel. So, oh, you're close. Yeah, it was it was way better than I thought it was going to be because when I was going the other direction, the traffic was so thick and moving so slow. I was like, "Oh crap, this isn't going to be pretty." Right. Uh, but actually, it, this has been the easiest part of the drive. I think probably simply because there's been so much traffic on the road. You know, the road is pretty much just wet, but. Now I'm at the Eden Park Drive exit, and you can tell there's it's sketchy. Oh, yeah. It's getting sketchy again? Yeah, it's getting sketchy, and it's like, you know, this is where I think people get into trouble because there'll be a stretch where it is just wet, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're going way too fast, and you hit a sketchy piece. Right. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, so it's not as good here as it was coming across the Brent Spence Bridge of all places. No, yeah. you, you did quite a span because you came up from where, Morrow? You started in I Morrow. Went, yeah. And then, went and then went all the way down to Erlanger. Correct. I was on Dixie Highway, and those roads were not good. Like, off the exit from 75-71 to get to Dixie Highway, not good. Complete The road completely covered and slick and bad. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, that's what I'm seeing, you know, the, the side roads, like getting from my house to 71 was pretty rough. That's kind of like getting what in. Frank was saying, too, though. He was saying, like, most of the interstates are, you know, somewhat clear, but it's the roads that you have to take to get to the interstate that's super yeah. dicey. Well, Jen, when you get off at the exit here, just so you know, Kennedy um, is not plowed yet, so... Yeah. Kind of be careful on that hill. We kind of work in these, like, two little hills, like a little valley Mm -hmm. kind of area. 
And so I, I don't know. There's no schools or anything in this zone, so no, they, they're not first. We're not a high-priority yeah. area. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which hill should I come down? You know, <laughs> well, what I did is I, because I came from Kenwood this morning, and I went, you know, one exit south from Montgomery Road, southbound 71. I got off at Red Bank. I had no issues coming down Red Bank, and then I was able to snake up Madison and come around the corner. So I didn't really have any treacherous hills. Um, and even that one, like, you know, from the Red Bank exit, as it descends down into Madison, that was actually pretty well maintained. It was pretty well plowed at the time. Yeah, but Jen, when I got off from the lateral, which is kind of the area, you'll be coming from Bridge or whatever. So when I went down to the light and you can either turn right and come up the hill or you can turn left and take Duck Creek over, I would maybe take that way because coming up that hill there over by the Steak and Shake was a bit dicey. Yeah, as you come down Ibsen, Ibsen is, Yeah, I mean, the the right lane, like the buses are taking it super slow as they come down that hill. Okay. Just slow well, it'll just steady. be one big grand adventure. Yeah, always. What lane are you in? Well, actually, you know what? I have never spent so much time in my life in the right lane, the far right lane. <laughs> hey, Good. you, we, we actually what? saw you a little bit earlier on the news today. We were watching someone's camera, and there was somebody in the left lane with their flashers on, and I immediately was like, that's Jennifer Jordan. I know it. <laughs> But here's the thing, the right lane, like where I'm at right now, I'm at exit five, and the right lane is the worst lane. Oh. Oh, oh wow. It's a little over there. Yeah, I'm in the middle one now, but. So you're in the uh-huh. middle lane, you're traveling northbound on I-71. Uh, Correct. Have you gotten past MLK yet? Oh, yeah. I'm at Dana. Okay. Well, we'll yep. see you in a little bit then. You're pretty close. We have to have a cool I don't know. Name. I'm seeing a lot of brake lights. There's a lot of brake lights ahead. Something's happening. Oh, geez. We're calling you the <laughs> Q-View Winter Storm Tracker. There you go. Oh, yep. There's a car in the ditch, and yeah. it's getting towed out right now. It's oh, brought right. to you a by dong uh, and a sports car. Carry okay. Automotive. And Jen's, what is she in, a RAV4? A RAV4. Yeah, it's our Carry yep. Automotive RAV4 traffic. Yeah, how many spin-outs did you encounter on the way down and on the way back up? Just a handful. Not very many. But they're all little cars. You know, mm. people, they just drive too fast. Too fast. Right. Oh, yeah. Where are we yeah. now? What are we looking at here? We're looking at a wide drive cam. 275 East at Montgomery Road. Oh, yeah. That's not fun. It stopped completely. It looks like there might Ugh. be an accident there. They're crawling. At Reed Hartman. Possibly. Yeah, it's getting, it's traffic is getting heavy where I'm at right now. Yeah. All right. Well, well, you stay safe out there, friend. Ten and two. We'll see I you in will. a few minutes. We'll love you. Sounds great, guys. Love you. Right. See you soon. Slow going down the hill. Hey, see you later. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. See you, bye. All right. Let's get the uh, latest look at traffic. Denise has more of a bird's eye view. What do we have? The good news is it seems like the volume of traffic is kind of easing up. We still have plenty of issues out there. The roads are slick and still snow covered. You've got some snow still coming down in areas. Dealing with that accident eastbound 275 at Reed Hartman. They do have that left lane block. Traffic is still slow from 42. You have an accident westbound on Montgomery at Cochrane. Northbound 75 just north of 74. You've got one eastbound on the lateral right around Montgomery Road. A broken down eastbound 74 at south 275. 
5. And you've got some slow traffic north and southbound 71 through the Kenwood Cut in the Hill. They're right around between the lateral and Kenwood. So allow yourself still plenty of extra time as you're heading out. These temperatures are going to drop and some of this is going to be really slick through the afternoon. Metro now is extending coverage and hours in 2024. Go Metro, where riding is believing. I'm Denise Johnson. That's your trip. Yeah, she pointed out eastbound I-275 at Reed Hartman. It's still moving pretty slow despite the fact that they got that tow truck on the scene. So it's still causing a pretty significant slowdown. You're going to be stuck there for a bit. Uh, currently, though, it's 24 degrees at Cincinnati's Q102. and This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Hello. No, you don't <gasps> sound like Michelle. Oh, did we lose Michelle? Did I hit the wrong button? Oh, I don't no. know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is your name Michelle? No, it is not. No. Oh, what's well, your name? My name's Ben. Ben, B-E-N, Ben? Yes. Well, Ben, today's your lucky day because I think Fat Fingers Thomas here accidentally cut off Michelle. Well, Michelle, call back when you can get through, and I'll set you up to play on we'll Monday. Schedule you for yeah, for Monday. sure. Sorry about that, babe. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, have you ever played the 1K letter of the day before? No, I've never got in to do any of these things before. Oh, my goodness. Well, in order to play, you got to earn it. We got to first begin with a snow report. Are you in your car right now? I am in my truck, yes. Okay, and uh, how are the driving conditions where you are? First of all, tell us kind of approximately where you are and what the driving conditions are like right now. I'm on 275 East, headed toward Dixie Highway from Mineola Pike, and the roads are still pretty poor. In northern still Kentucky, poor, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you're down by the airport. How is the... Uh, uh, the, the speed, you know, like, is, is it slow? Are they jammed up? Are they moving along? Uh, it's it's very very slow and you know cautious of course. I mean I'm in a de- heavy diesel so it doesn't really matter too much to me. But everybody else is taking their time as they should. Good. Hang on a second, Ben. We're literally watching Jen. Jen. <laughs> I just saw her come down the hill by the she's radio station. Driving down up, oh, she's I'm slowing waving. down. She's There's coming Jen. down the hill, approaching the radio station. She's coming in late today because she had to take her cat to the vet. That was oh. down in Erlanger, and then she came up I-71, made it into Ohio. No major issues. She did witness a couple of spinouts heading northbound on I-71, and she is very gingerly taking her time great. down wow, Ibsen. Yes. Give us a light flash, Jen, to let us know that you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, yep, she's waving. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hi, Jordan. We can see her. Hold on. Let me get a photo of that before the light turns green. Tim, you can do it quicker than I can. Yeah, I pull up a pic of Jen at the light there. It was funny when we were talking to you, Ben. I just saw, I was pointing to the guys out the window like, I see her. She's coming down the hill. That's so fun. Oh, my God. She almost got rear-ended. Hey, Ben, where are you headed to? I'm actually headed to McDonald's to get me and my boss some food. Oh, that's nice. What do you do for a living? Are you allowed to say? Uh, yeah, I install windows for Window World. Oh, cool. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to try to win you $1,000. 
Uh, we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with a letter we're about to reveal. Uh, okay. So you can't use the same answer more than once, Ben. So you got to come up with something okay. different. Um, and we think that the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. In other words, if you can't think of an answer right off the top of your head, just just yell out "pass," and we'll come back okay. to it. Because I think ult- I think ultimately you'll answer more questions that way. But that's just me. So, okay. So here we go. Your letter. I open up your envelope. You got the letter R. That's a great letter, Ben. That is a great letter. You can work with that. Yeah, you can. We've got 30 seconds on the clock, and I won't start the timer until Tim is finished asking the first question so that you get your full 30 seconds, yeah. all right? And Tim says okay. there is a bit of a theme today. Think snow day. Yeah, so think cold, snow, things like that, letter R. All right. Okay. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Ready. All right, Ben, tell me something you would do on a snow day. Run. Something cold. Pass. Something white. Road. A, ro- a warm drink. Pass. A, t- a pizza topping. Pass. A TV show. Uh, pass. A car. <laughs> a roush. A winter sport. R- rugby. A hockey team. Rochester's got a hockey team. Yeah, we'll put that in there. Okay, so go through them again, Tim. So something you do on a snow day. He said run. Yep. Something cold. He did not have an answer for that. Rudolph. Uh, Something white. Road. That was clever. That was great. Um, A warm drink. I thought rum. Yeah. Rumplements. Rumplements. That could have worked. A pizza topping. Raisins. Uh, TV show. Uh, Raymond. Was everybody loves Raymond? I don't know. A car. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, a car. this was tough. That was a little R bit is usually than a I pretty thought. good yeah. right. Rav Ford. Jen's in her Oh, right Rav Ford. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Hello. Rolls Royce. I was thinking uh, Roku. That's not a car, though. A winter sport. Isn't there like a Rubicon? Rubicon. Yeah, Rubicon. He's yeah Jeep Rubicon. Rugby for sport. Red Rover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, you know what? Good luck and stay safe out there, buddy. Thank you so much. Enjoy yeah. your McDonald's yeah, enjoy breakfast. The Mickey D's. Will do. Good talking to you. Take it easy, bud. Hi, Jen. Bye, man. You Hi, too. Bye. Jen is here, guys. You well, made it. Welcome, Jen. Oh, Jordan. my God. That was so stressful. That was so stressful. Your face is a bit red. Is it red? Is your blood <laughs> pressure high? I, my blood pressure is high. Darts. I'm Get struggling darts, to breathe. Oh, my goodness. I can feel my heart racing. My I'm cramping in my arms from gripping the steering wheel. Did oh, you take geez. the stairs? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe that you were... That's just how she is. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how I roll. I thought maybe you were racing to get in here. And we're like, oh. No, but our parking lot hasn't been plowed. Well, so. if you you know what? If you knew where your little fobby thing was, you could have gotten yeah, in the garage. Yeah, I could have in the garage, but no. Yeah. Oh, my That is crazy. Yeah, it's a bit People rough. are nuts. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you travel slow and just take it easy... You shouldn't have issues. But Just look out for the that. other guy. Yeah, and that's that's what makes me nervous. It's not my driving. Please leave some space. Yeah, because, I mean, I grew up. I was driving in worse conditions than this when I was 16, 17 years old. And being in a rural area, it allowed us to really play in the snow. Like, I could put myself into a... A spin on purpose just so I could practice getting out of it. You yeah, know? yeah, those are oh, fun. Yeah. And I did that, did that a lot. Yeah. You know, in a Camaro. 
So <laughs> yeah, that's even more fun. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So wow. Yeah. Well, at least the cat's gonna be okay. Jen. I know. I I just couldn't cancel it. She's in pain. She needs knee surgery. So no, I wanted gl- to get her there. I'm glad you got her there. We ha- we had this horrible thought though that gosh, I hope she doesn't make it. Like she's not halfway up the cut in the hill, and then they call her and say we're gonna have to put the surgery <laughs> off. Yeah, that's what Jeff was thinking. Oh, like, God, man. yeah, that would be mm-hmm. awful. Because I felt a little responsible. I was kind of encouraging you. I'm like, you know, Jenna, if you take it easy, you know what you're doing. You should be fine. And then about like after you left, I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> You're going to be in big trouble. I know. I sent her a text. I'm like, be safe. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fine. It was just, it's a lot of time in the car and just under very stressful conditions. I know. But yeah. Yeah. All is well. Thanks Good. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.